Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to be back today hosting this show. I know my fabulous actors and friends have been hosting it for me the last couple of weeks um, because I've been so busy with pilot season up here in Canada. It's been great to have guest hosts, but I get to be back today, and I have a fabulous woman on, and she's not only a champion against bullying, but she's also an actress and lives in Los Angeles, California, but she is from uh, Canada, and uh, so am I. So I'm excited to have her on board. Welcome, Lee. Thank you so much, Brandy. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you. So because this show's geared towards teenagers and um, living out your dreams and being an entrepreneur and, and also some, some of the tough stuff like mental health and things that come along with the struggles of mental health like bullying, could you just tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you're passionate about before we jump in? Absolutely. Um, and these are such important issues that we need to discuss and they're they're not just issues you know these are these are real things that happen to all of us regardless of age and certainly feel amplified when we're in our teens um i like brandy said i am from canada i was born in toronto and um i joined up with this um incredible organization called champions against bullying at a very young age because i was badly bullied as a kid, and um, it really started um, when my dancing career was taking off. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I got on with Champions Against Bullying, and then when I, I then I segued into acting, and that's my real passion. I, I just it's my everything, and it really being in the arts really saved me um, when I was going through some tough times with friends at school. Um, so cut two, I moved to L.A., which was one of my dreams, and I'm in the industry here, and I'm acting, and I'm producing, and I spearheaded the expansion of Champions Against Bullying into the U.S. because, well, very sadly, it was so needed, and so we're working hard here to put the brakes on bullying and you know help teens, help parents, help kids really figure out what's going on and why, and providing real solutions. Amazing. I love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I, I kind of want to roll back before you were an actress and doing all these things and just find out a little bit about who you are uh, or who you were when you were a kid and what your life was like back then and where you grew up and just kind of paint a picture for everyone listening. Sure. Well... I grew up, like I said, in Toronto, and what looked like, I would say, a comfortable life was actually really hard. There was so much conflict at school. I really was being badly bullied on and off for years, and life at home um, was also full of conflict, even though, you know, measures were being taken to try and make it better. It just you know, when you have a parent that is, um, let's say, unstable and abusive, it's hard when your other parent is working triple time to try and make things feel normal. And so I think I was really um, quite depressed. Speaking of mental health, I think I was really quite depressed as a kid. and But no one knew because even though I wasn't formally an actress, I really started acting at a very young age. So not, no one in the world knew how I felt. Um, and and it, I got, I was very dark. Things got very dark for me. But again, like on the outside, not a single soul knew. And I didn't tell anyone until, until I did, you know? Yeah. And what were so, some of your dreams when you were a kid? Like, were you able to have those or were you, I know you talked about dance. Was that kind of your first big dream to step forward into dance? Yes. I started dancing when I was around five and I loved it so much because I felt free and 
alive and um and it really and I got to like feel it was that freedom. It was that feeling mm-hmm. of freedom and without worry or care and just being in the moment. And I love dancing so much. I always secretly dreamt of becoming an actor, but I was too scared. I was just mm. too afraid. And, um, and then finally, and then I actually had to stop dancing for, because of some health reasons. And it actually kind of forced me to go, okay, well, if I'm going to, talk the talk, I better walk it. And that's when I got into acting. Amazing. And was there someone in your life that championed you at a young age that kind of guided you or was it you that just said, nope, you know what, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to (laughs) do? No. Well, that too. (laughs) I'm always very strong-headed as a kid. But my mom really was my champion and really um, was behind me and, and really helped really helped try to, I think, normalize things as best as, as she could, given the circumstances. But she was an incredible champion and, and a leader herself and, you know, a working mom and, you know, juggling a million things. And she was um, a great role model for me. Awesome. That's amazing. And, and I, know, I know some people have two great role models, some have none, but it's nice to have someone on your side. What about uh, friends and teachers and other people that were in your life at a young age? Did you have anyone that encouraged you or discouraged you to the point where you changed course at any time? Um, thank you. Actually, I was going to mention also a teacher that I had in, uh, in grade eight. She really got behind me, and that's when I had, like, the second round of bullying that was incredibly (laughs) sort of major and hurtful. Um, Mm -hmm. And she was championing my studies and had taken my work. So this is grade eight and then going into high school. And she, she took my work without telling me and got me into a gifted program uh, at a Mm. nearby high school. Well, I knew I wasn't going to stay in my area because I knew all the same people from my current school were mostly going to, go to that same high school. So I then, it enabled me to find another gifted program in a school that was not in my area that I figured my parents would never let me go to unless I used the gifted program as an excuse. So anyway, so that's, but she was a wonderful champion. She just asked me to tutor kids in different subjects. So that was very empowering. And she, just to, just to know that someone at her caliber believes in you is, you know, it really is. It's extraordinary. It's life changing. And we have stayed in touch. She is absolutely a powerhouse. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. That's so, so important. I find, (laughs) um, the, 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 when you were in school, what were kind of your, the things that really were trouble, were difficult for you? And what were some of the things that you found easier? Just, just so we get a sense of kind of where you, where your strengths were when you were at that young age. Um, you mean academically, socially, or all of the above? Uh, all of the above, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course, <laughs> Sorry. all of the above. Yeah, no, that's all good. Um, I want to know everything. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, um... I really had a lot of social anxiety and again, which nobody knew everyone thought I was outgoing and confident. And I mean, I had no self-esteem. I really had a lot of social anxiety, but it became that like fake it till you make it. And, um, and you know, like I said, in grade eight, I had a really, I had two very, um, life changing, bullying experiences and uh, there was a major one in grade three and then a major one in grade eight, as I mentioned. And so those were pivotal. And also, so what was difficult, what was hard? Well, what was difficult was, you know, when your best friends turn on you and then everyone turns and suddenly you're the pariah and nobody wants to talk to you. Nobody wants to look at you, let alone sit by you or go anywhere with you. So, you know, those that were all trying to fit in themselves. 
And that was really devastating. And like I said, it that happened. There was this turning point where I, through my dance, I had gotten onto a TV show. And that, from there, I had a picture and a magazine. And it was just like, that was exciting for me. And yet the rest of my world was crumbling. And it was, um, it was just really hard to parse the two together and like, and find joy in Mm. what was going well when it felt like so much, there was so much darkness and I had a very stressful relationship with my father. So it was just really juggling a lot, a lot. It felt like of, um, of negativity, but I would find, I would find the sunshine when I could and, you know, really hold on to that. And as far as, um, academically, it wasn't, that wasn't really my issue. It was like, how am I going to survive without really like dying inside while I'm at school? Yeah. You know, I love what you said about hard to find joy in what was going well, because sometimes there, that I, I think that's common feeling for a lot of us in, in, in darker times, but we do have to go to commercial break and I can't wait to dive more into that when we get back. We'll be right back with Lee Faith, everyone. Thank you. Woo. <laughs> The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you. Yeah you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Every day, we're surrounded by technical buzzwords and jargon that can go way over our heads. Now, there's a show that brings it all back down to earth. Tune in for today, Tomorrow's Technologies, with host Jose Negron. We'll not only explain the new technologies that are shaping our world, we'll give you the benefits and backstory of these technologies. Listen for T3 with Jose Negron, live every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm talking to Lee Faith. She's an actress, producer, and content creator, and she's a champion against bullying, and she's done a lot of cool things in her life, and we're just kind of getting to know who she was when she was younger and some of the bullying she went through uh, in order for her to rise above and and keep pushing for her dreams. So, Lee, thank you again for joining us on the show. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for having me. This is really great. Do you mind if I share your uh, Instagram with everyone, just in case they want to follow along and learn more about you? By all means. Awesome. So it's, I, love, I love your name, by the way, and I think it's so great, and it speaks to who you are. So everyone, it's Unleashed, but it's spelt with her name, L-E-I-G-H, which is the same as my middle name, so I'll spell the whole thing uh, for everyone. <laughs> it's U-N-L-E-I-G-H. S-H-E-D, Unleashed. And that will also be in the bio below on the link when you click on this. And then there's other links to uh, the bullying program and uh, her website and a few other projects that she's working for that you can find from there. So follow her at Unleashed, um, U-N-L-E-I-G-H-S-H-E-D. And don't worry, the links will be in the bio as well. 
Um, so thank you. Let's. I want to go back to, to a couple more things before we start to talk about all the amazing things that you're doing with your acting career and your life. Um, I just really want to pull back to one point that you said, my best friends seemed to turn on me. However, it was like they were trying to fit in on themselves. And I think that's such an important point because so many times when we're younger, we're, it, the whole world seems to turn their back on us. And, and what we don't seem to realize when we're in the moment is, Everyone else is just like us, and we're all just trying to find our own place to fit in, and sometimes that comes across as shunning or negativity or bullying, but sometimes the ones that are bullying are the ones that are hurting the most at home. And, and so can you just talk to me a little bit about that? How did, you, how did you learn to overcome that some of your friends seemed to turn on you at a difficult time? You know, it took me a very, uh, it felt like a long time to really get over it, but what helped is that, I had a mom who I could talk to. Finally, when I started opening up about what was going on at school, she was able to help me and guide me through it. And she, because um, in a previous <laughs> lifetime, she had counseled kids and, um, and really understood what the base of it, where, where their center was at and what, you know, why they were doing what they were doing and, you know, and even having an understanding of their parents and where they come from. I mean, you know, it's true that most most of it, most times, you know, when a kid is bullying, it starts in the home, and mm-hmm. and they like you like you just said, they're they're the ones oftentimes hurting the most and are really looking to have power over another human being because they feel so powerless themselves. Mm-hmm. So you know, having that understanding was incredible. And yet it doesn't take away the pain, you know, like the, mm-hmm. how personal it feels. Mm-hmm. And it's not personal, but in that moment, yeah. at that time, you can't help but just feel like it's so very personal. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, but, it's, but then you've got to go, okay, I have this knowledge. I've got to, you know, get on top of it and, and really and figure out, how you need, how you can help yourself to to not take it in. That's the key, I think. You know, with a lot of targets, we say targets, not yeah. victims of bullying. Targets. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's the key is to really know for yourself because you can read so many self help books and people can tell you what to do, but I think you've really got to figure out for yourself what makes you tick and knowing what's going to help. Um, and how to how to get through it and and really not take it personally because these people you know and and like at that age it's man it's rough I would not want to go back there today <laughs> yeah it is it is really right. tough and, and um, I love what you said about about how you can kind of think about that in your head when you're when you're going through that same kind of thing because it's like you said before it's hard to find joy sometimes in what's going well when there's a lot of darkness around you and you can't really find your way out of it but finding what's right for you that was that was a great point I love that yes and also because no one comes with a guidebook right like no one Mm -hmm. comes with a handbook so whether Mm -hmm. you know we're thinking of ourselves or our family our sisters and brothers our parents and then our friends teachers you know, no one, no one comes with a handbook and no one, no one actually really knows what they're doing. I think most people are just trying to find their way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and looking back, do you have any suggestions for, I know you gave some great suggestions for the person that's going through that, but do you have any suggestions for maybe a parent, a teacher, or a guardian, or someone that knows that they have a young person that might be going through a difficult time, like struggling with, with bullying or having their friends turn on them? Do you have any um, suggestions on how they could approach that young person and, and maybe help guide them? Absolutely. Um, I, parents must be able to know the read the signs of bullying when they're when they're if their child is being bullied there are so many key signs and we have those on our website at championsagainstbullying.org you know they're just basic signs that your child is being bullied and then we also have some real great tools and um guidance as to how to approach your child and how to talk to your child and navigate, help your child navigate those waters together. Because I know that if that, if your child 
really gets that you have their back, that mm-hmm. will be everything. That's mm-hmm. everything right there to know that, that you're being supported, that you have your mm-hmm. parents' support. And by, you know, a trusted individual, any trusted individual has your back and will help you or just support you or just, just knowing that they're there and that they're with mm-hmm. you, that's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. So, so it's, you know, having your child really get that, that you're there for them and that you support them and that the channels of communication are open, that they're in a safe space. And that together yeah. you can figure out what to do. Maybe you'll have to contact the school and get the school involved. Sometimes you'll have to get an organization like Champions to help mediate that conversation because oftentimes schools don't want to acknowledge it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, these teachers don't always recognize the signs of bullying or don't want to or don't have the time mm-hmm. or don't have the tools. Some teachers don't even have the tools. So um, it's, a, it's like it takes a village, right? Like yeah. it really does. But it's, yeah. it's about knowing what the signs are and then being able to navigate those waters. And there, there, there are very clear pathways on our site that people can use. And, um, and if anyone has a question, feel free to message me and, and uh, I'm happy to respond. Awesome. Thank you so much. So before we uh, go to the next break, we have about three minutes. Um, and I want, really want to talk about your acting and your, all your entrepreneurial-minded uh, stuff after the break. But do you want to just tell everyone, like, sum up kind of what Champions Against Bullying really is so that um, they, can, they can reach out if they want to know more? Yes, of course. Champions Against Bullying is an international organization. We are all about bullying prevention and providing solutions for the bully the bystander and the target um, for parents, for teachers, a whole school approach. And we've really, um, we're very focused uh, on social emotional learning and really getting under it. We've always been ahead of the curve um, in bullying prevention. And we believe that the only way that we can stop bullying and certainly curve it immensely is is to make sure that every child has the proper social-emotional tools for themselves and for their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going back to, back to the basics. And then, of course, um, and we're dealing a lot now, you can imagine, with cyberbullying and, yeah, and what's going on there. So, um, so, so that's Champions Against Bullying. And we're, we're always happy to to dig in and help and lend a hand. That's awesome. And, and the website, again, is championsagainstbullying.org. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Excellent. Um, and I just, I just want to touch on um, the social media. Do you think it's had a huge impact on how people are bullied and how we can combat bullying? Oh, absolutely. I mean, now it's worldwide. You know, www. People forget that when you click onto a website with www. <laughs> it literally means World Wide Web. So yeah. whatever you put out there, it's you know it's going out to the world. And even you know we have our incredible star champions who we value immensely. Um, these are our celebrity spokespeople who are passionate about bullying prevention, and we get to even train them on tools and. Um, languaging and role-playing and all kinds of stuff. And, um, and you know, of course, they, they witness cyberbullying. And so we talk mm-hmm. to them, you know, like, how do, they, how do they combat it? But, you know, the number one thing is, is that if anyone's being threatened, you know, this is what I want to say overall. I mean, if anyone is being threatened online um, physically, then um, you must report it to the police and let the police take it from there. But again, you know, if we can go back to social emotional learning and what that means is having empathy and compassion. I mean, real empathy, knowing, having the ability to walk in another person's shoes and to see and feel what they see and feel as, you know, as much as you can as another person, but to really be able to have that sensibility and know that if someone is having a tough day, you're not going to, you know, gang up on them and make it worse. You're going to try mm-hmm. and help them. Yeah. 
Yeah, 110%. I hope that's a message that everyone takes home with them today. Uh, we do have to go to our next commercial break, everyone, but we'll be right back in a couple minutes with Lee. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you. Yeah you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you've enjoyed our first half an hour with Lee Faith. Um, I sure have. Uh, we've talked a lot about bullying and the organization, organization that she gets to be a part of, Champions Against Bullying. Um, it is tough. There's a lot of bullying happening. Social media is influencing it. Um, but there are there is hope on the horizon. If you're struggling with something, you just have to reach out and talk to the right people. Uh, and I really appreciate, Lee, and all the information that you've given. And, and everyone can go check out championsagainstbullying.org uh, if they want more information. But I do want to talk about some of the cool stuff that you're doing right now for your own personal career. I know you're an actor and a producer, and you're working on some really neat projects. So can you tell everyone a little bit about some of your entrepreneurial goals and things that you're doing at this point in your career? Absolutely. Thanks. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, acting is my number one passion, and um, I'm very lucky that I get to do it. And um, I work in film and television, and uh, and as you know, you know, it's really about um, carving out a, a lasting career and being able to work on great material and and with wonderful people. I mean, that's the dream. That's the dream is to be working at a level that is, you know, exciting and I mean it's all often exciting just but really like pushing the envelope. I'm all I work very hard on my craft. I continue to work at my craft. I think that's really important um, to deepen the work and um, and and that will translate into hopefully better roles and and better, you know, greater projects and, and like really interesting, complex characters that I can sink my teeth into. Absolutely. What is, what is a character that you've, you've played that, that challenged you and, and things that you know and believe about the world? Was there one that really stood out for you that made you kind of think a lot about yourself while you were creating the character for the role? 
Yes, I played this cult member. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, really very far from who I am in terms of, like, <laughs> buying into the establishment wholeheartedly when you know it's not a good one. And, I mean, it's, like, against everything I believe in. Um, and And having to... Uh, like disconnect from reality and Mm -hmm. because I as a person as we work very hard to be present to be in the moment to stay to be connected and so it was like really using a lot of these opposite um, traits of of who I am and and also really like under the premise of evil which again is Mm. against you know so um very far from from how I live my life, so that was yeah. that was very interesting and you, and so fun to do, so fun yeah. because it's you know it's acting, it's not real and it's not going to hurt anyone, but it's 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 so fun. What I, one of the reasons actually why I love acting so much is because I really do believe that with laughter, with more and more laughter and laughter and love in the world, you know, it, it raises the vibration it helps make the world a better place. And that's why I love, that's why I love doing comedy, don't comedy. Um, I love doing drama too, but part of, part of the comedy thing is, is really having that laughter make the world a brighter place. Absolutely. I know I've watched movies when I've had a tough day and the, 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 the laughter inside of it or what comes from it for me is, is lifts me out of a dark place. It's like music sometimes too. So it's, I think it's a great thing to be an actor and be able to create things that make people feel emotional and, and just feel in general. <laughs> oh yeah. And music too. I mean, music is really like the international language and, and that can bring out different emotions. And, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of times actors will use music in their prep. Mm. And the preparation for a role and to get into a character. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen uh, actors work on it, and it's interesting to watch the different methods of different people to get where they need to be. I'm curious, mm-hmm. how important is it to you to work consistently on something that you love? Oh, it's everything. I mean, you know, if you don't love what you do, you should find something that lights you up. Because, you know, life is short and, and it's not worth being in something and being miserable. Like, we have enough challenges, you know, that we face in the world. Why wouldn't you want to love what you do? Why wouldn't you want to, and, you know, and then it doesn't, it's not work. It's not work. It's, it's passion. And, and, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you can't always find a job that you love and it's, or it's too hard to find a job that you're always going to love. And, and I think that's true, but sometimes the, the parts about it that are the hardest are what make me keep going. <laughs> so is it, what, what would you say? I mean, has it always been easy following the path of, of doing what you love? <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> no. I think being an actor is one the hardest, most challenging, most. I mean, like, <laughs> when I say horrendous and wonderful at the same time, because it, it, yeah. it is the most challenging. And that, for me, you know, it's sort of similar to what you just said, you know, that perseverance. But I'm such a, I'm a recovering perfectionist. And, you know, in the arts, there is no such thing as perfection. So that's a whole trip right there. And, but, but listen, if we weren't challenged, we would get bored. And then we would have to do something else. So the fact that it is so challenging both um, artistically and professionally is, I think is part of why, I mean, I'm so hooked on it because I, I, I don't ever get bored. It's never boring. And I always get to, I get to play different people and I get challenged by different things and I, and I have to use my left and right brain all the time. And I love, I mean, it's really, it's like whole body being experience, and I think that's what really also um, has attracted me to it and keeps me in it. And yes, and you know, what, listen, oh, there are compromises to be made too. Um, so, oh, sorry, but just you know, in in like, yes, there are jobs sometimes that we don't like doing, and sometimes we just have to complete something before we can get to the next 
level. And sometimes there is just that, that you have to do something challenging and maybe something that you're not in love with, but you know it's for a purpose. Hmm. You used one of my favorite words, for a purpose. Um, how do you know what your purpose is? I just was born that way. <laughs> I mean... I like that. I... Listen, I mean, if I could be anything other than an actor, I would, but <laughs> it is so challenging and hard, but I can't. I mean, that's just, I just love it. And I can do other things and I do enjoy, you know, I love, I'm also very passionate, of course, about Champions Against Bullying. Now I've segued into creating my own projects and also helping others, other projects, you know, get made and that's producing and because I can and I enjoy it and I really do enjoy doing these other things, but there's nothing like acting that fills me. I mean, there's nothing, sorry, there's not anything else other than acting that really fills me the way, the way acting does. That's awesome. I love that answer. That's so great. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's, that's a great answer. I love it. <laughs> um, what, what would you say to people? I know I talk to a lot of young people who are struggling with their mental health or struggling with bullying, and, and I keep saying to them, just keep, keep trying different things if you don't know what your passion is, and you'll find things that, like that sparking you along the way, and it might take time. It might be in your 20s or 30s that you eventually find that, but as long as you're always trying something new, because some of them say that they don't have a passion, and, and sometimes when you are struggling with depression or anxiety or, or any, mm-hmm. any form of struggles with mental health, it's really hard to find something that lights you up because you've got so many things that feel dark around you. Do you have any suggestions on how people can kind of dabble to find what makes them smile? Well, I think what, what the first step is is to talk to someone. I think you, you have to talk to someone about how you're feeling and get that. I think that's the first step is to really trying to help yourself there and mm-hmm. seeing what steps are necessary in feeling better, whether it's as simple as going out for a walk every day, you know, that changes the brain chemistry or, you know, or even like a greater, a deeper workout that, you know, then getting all those endorphins alive or whether it's, um, you know, talking to a professional regularly, whatever the case is, but figuring mm-hmm. out how really how you're going to get feel lighter and, and yeah. you start to feel lighter then because when you're so, when you're dark, nothing feels, nothing feels good. Nothing feels very, very rarely does something feel great. And you certainly don't feel motivated to do something, let alone try something new, you know, and then it's going to, yeah. oh, what if I, I'm probably going to fail. I'm going to suck at it. Or I'll just, I won't like it. You know, there's like doom and gloom. So I think really the first step is to try and lighten, lighten the load a bit. And then, and mm-hmm. then, you know, yes, try new things, but baby steps, mm-hmm. you know, baby, baby steps. It doesn't have to be, you know, learning a new language, language right off the top or like by diving. It's, it's doing small things, you know, and maybe it, maybe it is like writing something, just stream of consciousness or five minutes every day. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it is going for that walk or taking a dance class or playing a musical instrument or, you know, or just touching a a piano key every day. Maybe it's just one key every day and see how that feels. And then from there, I think you can go on and do great things for yourself, but you've got to, we've got to really figure out how we can feel better. And oftentimes you have to talk to someone you trust. And I think that's, that's really the first step. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, we do have to go to our commercial last commercial break right now, but we have a bonus 10 minutes with Lee Faith when we get back from this commercial break. Everyone. <gasps> All right. <laughs> Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are tuned in to teen wealth radio to join in the conversation send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com that's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are here with Lee Faith. We only have about 10 minutes left to enjoy all the great wisdom she's imparting upon us and the good laughs. Um, we've talked about bullying. We've talked about acting. We've talked about entrepreneurship and passion. Lee is also a producer, and I love this part of her life because... When you produce, you get to create things that are really important to you, and you get to create your own content. And I'm just really curious. Tell me more about uh, who you want to be as a producer and what kind of projects you want to work on. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm currently working on a few projects. One is a dark comedy feature film that uh, I, I'm producing, and I will be one of the leads in. And it is, it's just so good. It's very t- timely politically and um and it's yeah it's just a great it's a great dark comedy it's well written and uh, i'm excited for that to keep moving forward um i'm also helping a few other films get made get ushered through just because i I like their messaging um and then i have and then i'm also developing what will likely be some sort of streaming show I can't, I can't get into it. But so um, working, yes, working and developing on a few things. And then a passion project um, of mine that I've been working on with my husband, um, it's called Go All Creative. And it's a documentary. And it just kind of happened. We ended up talking to these very high-level creative professionals around the world about what it takes to really be creative, to authentically be creative and be successful and maintain that level of success. How do you hit that level of excellence and stay there? And so we have been creating all of these different pieces of content that started off as a docu-series and then it turned into a short doc and now we're being asked to make it a long, <laughs> different lengths of longer documentaries and um, and we keep having these conversations. So we're talking to these people and um, editing it together and with B-roll. And I mean, it really looks it's cool. So that has been a lot of fun in, in doing Go All Creative. And I love producing because I get to have the power. And as an actor, you don't really have any power say in, in, in the project. When I say power, I mean like, you know, you get to have an opinion about the direction of the show and perhaps your, maybe it's your performance and, you know, and the music and the style and the, the cinematography and the editing, that's and music. And when I say power, that's what I'm 
that's what I mean. You get to, you get to create something of your vision, which is exciting. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and how do you get into being a producer? Like, what, what are the steps to, to get to that side? Cause it's, I mean, there's so many people <laughs> wanting to produce content, so many streaming things. Like, did you just fall backwards into it? Or are you preparing your whole life for it, like for the perfect role? Or, or what, do you, what are your suggestions if someone was curious about that line of work? Yeah, well, I think if you're curious about it, you know, listen, the iPhone or whatever your device is, it, it's basically you've got a free camera right there. So just start experimenting. If you think you might like to write something, write it. Write it and shoot mm-hmm. it. It doesn't cost you anything. Figure out where in the process, where as a filmmaker, you fit or, you know, and, or what, what craft you want to work at. Um, so on the producing side, it's, it's putting all the elements together. So if that's your strength, we'll then team up with a writer and actors and, you know, everyone else, a director, and, and then you can put that project together. And if you want to, you know, and if you want to be an actor, if you want to be an actor, go to class. I'm very, I think everyone should, should train and get their tools and, um, and really practice, 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 practice. And you know, what's funny as an agent, I have a lot of people ask me, Oh, I'm good enough. I don't really need acting. And I said, yeah, but if there was this, imagine a casting director is like a patient at a hospital. And if a patient at the hospital shows up and there's a doctor that's passionate about blood and scalpels, but has no training or this one that has training, but not so passionate about blood and scalpels, which one would you go for? And it's probably the one exactly. that's trained as a doctor. And, and I say the same thing for any profession, but I think, I think one of the things is when people look at creative professions, they think, Oh, because it's just a creative thing and it's kind of like a, a, a pipe dream and, and it's, oh, everybody can't do it. I'm not going to put as much effort into it. But I think people like you prove that if you work really hard and you stay consistent with your vision for what you want in life, you can get there no matter what the dream is, even if yes. people say that it's slightly obscure or crazy. <laughs> Which most entertainment careers are. So, yes, I, I, that's it. You know, you, you yeah. keep your eye on the prize and you work hard you know, there's no room for ambivalence or laziness. I mean, it really takes it takes an immense amount of work and perseverance. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And and if there was one film that you could produce in your life that was your ultimate dream project, what would it be? Oh my goodness! What a question! <laughs> Sorry, I know it's a tough one. <laughs> It would be me as one of the leads in a stellar supporting, with a stellar supporting cast, um, you know, killer director, killer cinematographer. I mean, just everyone in it, like top of the top of the top and in a role, in in an interesting, complex role that would enable my work to shine, whether it's dramatic or comedic. So uh, that's such an interesting question and difficult question. But yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I love to give you those. (laughs) You really do, Brandy. That's right. (laughs) I know. Um, (laughs) I think when we get asked the toughest stuff, sometimes we give the best answers because it's uh, like our most vulnerable. But then other times some of us are guarded and we don't share the scariest parts. And and that's okay, too. And I think as long as we all know that sometimes we're okay to share and sometimes we need our, our own time to share it. It's okay, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so now I'm going to do something even worse, which is what I do to every guest at the end of the show. <laughs> okay. Um, well, two things. Is there any other social media that people could follow you on so that they could find out more about you in any capacity? Should, should they just look to the bio and we'll include all the links to all your different projects in there? Or is there one or two that you'd like to give a quick shout out on before we wrap up the show? Oh, cool. Thanks. Um, actually, there was something that we didn't talk about, and it was this, uh, it's, it's a board game that we created um, to really help um, prevent bullying in schools. And parents can also do this game at home. It's called Boost, and it's, it's a toolkit for social-emotional learning. And you can play, like, kids can 
play it themselves. And it's really about, it's a fun, it's a board game and it's super fun and it's easy, but it helps you get present with who you are and your feelings and also what your, what your friends are going through and the people, the other players. It's, mm. it's fun and it really, it's great. And if schools can use it too and they can do it, use it for 10 or 20 minutes in the morning in the classroom, like a morning circle or a restorative circle. It's, um, it's, it's about, and then, and it's to really enlighten everyone as to how they're feeling and the other people are feeling. So again, building empathy and compassion and trust and respect and responsibility. And, <laughs> and how can people find out more about this? Um, thank you. It is, it's, www.goallcreative.com slash boost, B-O-O-S-T. Perfect. And very last question. You only have 30 seconds to answer. (laughs) If you could make the entire world sit down, shut up, and listen to one single thing that you had to say to the entire population, what would it be? (laughs) Be, Be kind. Yes! My favorite. My Thank you, Lee. It's been an absolute pleasure for you to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to have you back one day soon. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, see you same time. Love to. Next week, Monday Live at 5. Thank you thank so much, you. Lee. You're amazing. Thank you, Brandy. Uh, <laughs> you, You're amazing. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.